This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. If you have ever been personally betrayed by someone you trusted and shared your most intimate thoughts with, forgiving and forgetting that betrayal can sometimes be a difficult thing to do. Our human nature just hates doing that. In addition, true forgiveness, if done God's way, cannot be merely a feeling, but rather a conscious decision based on God's Word to act in forgiveness of others in an unconditional way in which anger can have no place. Of course, the enemy loves anger and the hardened heart it lives in, its fertile soil for making the believer ineffective for God. Is it any wonder the Bible warns that whoever holds on to anger is a fool? In this series, The Amazing Power of Forgiving, Forgetting, and Letting Go, listen carefully as Jesus teaches about the devastating consequences of unforgiveness, how to overcome it, and why all Christians cannot afford not to forgive, not to forget, and not to just let go. I live in the real world. I think you do too. Every day I I find myself having to forgive somebody of something whether it be somebody cutting me off on the road or taking the parking space that I had my eye on, whether it be somebody dinging my door or a lady in the middle of the shopping aisle where I can't get around and I'm stuck and she's not paying any attention to me, I find myself every day having to extend forgiveness to somebody. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Even the people I work with every day, I have to extend forgiveness so often. Even my dear, sweet, loving family who love me so much and whom I love so much, I find myself having to extend forgiveness every day of my life. Are you in the same world that I live in? Amen. So this is a message I think that is of great importance and something that really needs our attention. I know I stand here today a grateful man that God did not pay me back for my sins but that rather he forgave me, anointed me, blessed me, increased me, and prospered me. So who am I, who am I to hold something against somebody else? When you realize how forgiven you are, it's easy to offer forgiveness to others. Does that make sense to everybody? And that's what Jesus is teaching here. So now listen to what he says, because it gets hot and heavy. Verse 32, then his master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, you scoundrel, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion, everybody say compassion, compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you. Oftentimes, let me tell you what, oftentimes when something happens or somebody does something, and you know how we get, we start getting on our our routine and we start talking about it and and I'm that scoundrel and and I'm never going to talk to them again and how dare they and anybody know that language around here or am I the only one that 
that goes through that. Come on. Often when I find myself, you know, this happened to me the other day, I was in the bathroom and some old thought came up about some old situation that it had. You know how that comes up once in a while? Don't you know the devil loves to dig up the past just to try to get you back in that routine of unforgiveness again? And, and all of a sudden it kicked up and somebody, and I, I thought to myself, wait a minute, Mr. Devil, I've already forgiven that person of that. Why are you bringing this up again? It's an already settled issue. But then, then, then the other day, I, I was thinking about something that somebody had done. How can they dare to do how stupid that is? I can't believe that they're so idiotic. How could you, you call yourself a Christian and you, you do stuff like that? And then all of a sudden, it was like God reached down and grabbed me by the back of my neck. Must I remind you of how many dumb, stupid, idiotic things you have done for which you have needed mercy and grace and were so grateful that I gave you and others gave you mercy and grace. So why will you withhold forgiveness toward that person? I have to remind myself. I'm just as stupid and idiotic and dumb and do the same dumb things that everybody else does. Let me tell you what, folks. This is what Jesus is teaching here. We must be in a constant state of remembrance of how forgiven we are and how many times we've needed. I mean, you, you should see, I would think that it would work in the church and that this would be, but it doesn't. Uh, you'd be surprised the things that people get offended by. I mean, I could write a book. I, just about any pastor, every pastor could write a book about the dumb, idiotic things that take place in a church. People get offended and angry over the silliest little things, and then they just don't give up. They, they, they persist in trying to cause trouble. Why? If you want to leave, then just pick up and go. Don't leave a mess behind or try to stir up trouble. If you feel that you were offended or hurt, why don't you be mature and be big and be the, be the person that Jesus wants you to be and Go to the brother or the sister or the person or persons that have offended you. Try to work it out. Try to come to understanding. That's what a peacemaker does. But unfortunately, we don't have all the time peacemakers among us. We have troublemakers among us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to just give you a word of advice. Don't be a troublemaker. Be a peacemaker. You know what Jesus said? He said, blessed are the peacemakers. Well, if the peacemakers are blessed, what are the troublemakers? I'm just saying. Just food for thought. If the peacemakers are blessed, blessed are the people. What are the troublemakers? I would, I would like to think that, you know, everybody, everybody is a peacemaker, but that's not true. It's what happens. Now, you see, God is calling us to a higher level of responsibility. You can't stay in baby stage for the rest of your life. I know you're getting some, you know, good, hallelujah, everything's going to be all right messages on Christian TV and everywhere else. But that's not going to help you progress spiritually because I know, is it possible? Is it possible that there are Christians that can't prosper, that can't get healed, that are not walking in the blessings of God, that the promises of God are not work, working in their life? Is it possible that unforgiveness could be the blockade? Is it possible because they have an unwilling heart to forgive, to forget, and to let it go that their blessings and their stream of blessings from heaven are being blockaded because of unforgiveness? Let me, let me show you what Jesus said. Are you ready to hear what Jesus said? 
Are you ready? Are you really ready? Because maybe for some of you, this is going to blow, you, blow your socks off, blow you out of the water. You're not going to be shouting hallelujah. You're going to be oh, no. You're going to be saying, oh, no. Watch what Jesus said. So he said, I forgave all the debt, verse 32, because you begged me, should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just if I had pity on you? Now listen to verse 34. And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. Listen to verse 35. This is where you probably don't have it highlighted and you should. So my heavenly father also will do to each of you Let me read that again. So my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. How many of you had that underlined and had that highlighted in your Bible? That's because you've been living word people, you see. (laughs) So will my heavenly Father do to you. In other words... There's a, there's a thought here that somehow when we, when we are unwilling to forgive that the grace and the mercy of God gets kind of jammed up coming back to us. Maybe that's why we find ourselves sometimes going through things that we don't understand why we're going through. Maybe we need to check our heart and to be sure that it's not that unforgiveness towards somebody is the problem that's, that's bringing the problem into my life. Oh, man. It's awfully quiet in this nice Presbyterian church this morning. (laughs) It could possibly be unforgiveness that's withholding the flow of God's blessings, the healing, the prosperity, the peace, the joy, whatever it be. Because I found that living in unforgiveness is a place of torment. Just like Jesus said, turn them over to the tormentors until he's paid the whole debt. In other words... You're going to suffer through this whole thing. Instead of being willing to forgive and to release it, to forget it and to let it go, and then receive the awesome peace that floods your life. Let me teach you something here, folks. Anything that anyone has stolen from you, taken from you, tried to hurt you with, anything that anyone has done to you has absolutely no effect on your future because your future is not in the hands of a man. They can steal all your money, but that does not mean that you will be poor. Because God has the power to bring back to you more than anything anyone has stolen from you. God has the power to restore it and restore it big time. But if you persist in your unwillingness to forgive, to forget, and to let it go, it's going to be like torture. It's going to be like torture. And you're going to suffer your way through instead of enjoying. Now, now, when, when I go way back to that time when I went through all that stuff, I had to make a decision that I was going to forgive. Because I have a lot at stake, man. I, I don't want to lose. I can't afford to lose the anointing of God on my life. I like walking in prosperity. I like walking in health. I like walking in strength. I like walking in the wisdom of God. I can't allow these ugly feelings that want to grip my soul, hold them against somebody and not release them because of some debt they owe me or because of something they've done to me or something they should have done that they didn't do. I can't afford to hold on to that. 
thank God that I had enough sense back then to put the word into operation. So I forgive them. I release them. I'm going to forget about it. And as a result, anything that they took away, God restored it exceedingly abundantly above anything I could have ever asked or imagined. That's the power of forgiveness because unforgiveness has devastating consequences, but forgiveness has unbelievable blessings and benefits attached to it. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. Let me, let me just read these scriptures to you to nail this down. So he says, you, you're unwilling to forgive, then my father is going to be unwilling to forgive you. Let, let me nail this down. Luke's gospel, Jesus says, Jesus says this, chapter 6, verse 37. I'll just read it. They'll put it up on the screen. You can write it down look at it. He teaches this. He says, judge not, and you shall not be judged. Man, that's why I keep my big trap shut. Some of you have got problems. See, you know why people are picking on you and judging on Because you are critical. You are judgmental. You judge everybody. And Jesus said, if you don't want to be judged, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Don't judge other people, and you yourself will not be judged. He says, condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Don't you go condemning other people. He says, condemn not, and you will not yourself be, be condemned. And then he goes on, and he says this, forgive and you will be forgiven. You see, so, so we learn just from what Jesus taught that somehow the forgiveness that I'm able to receive from God is directly connected to the forgiveness that I'm willing to give to others. Wow. The forgiveness that I'm able or to get from God is directly connected to the forgiveness that I'm willing to give to others. In other words, if I'm not willing to forgive others, then I can't receive forgiveness for myself. This is what Jesus taught. Now, I know some modern-day grace teachers will come up with some cockamamie story to tell you that that's not true, it's not relevant, he was talking to a different generation. Are you kidding me? The Bible says that every word is useful for teaching, instruction, for reproof, for admonishment. Every word, every single word is from the Lord. None of us have the right to extract the word and cut it up and throw it away and make our own Bible and come up with our own Bible story because that's all it ends up is a story. It's not the living word anymore because they've dissected the word. Jesus said, if you're not willing to forgive others, you yourself cannot be forgiven. You're not willing to release others, you yourself will not be released from your sins. That's what Jesus taught. That's the word of the Lord. That's, what, that's the heart of our Father. Now, Jesus teaching, the powerful teaching in Mark's Gospel, chapter 11, where it says, have faith in God. You all know that verse. If you shall, shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and do not doubt in your heart, but believe the things you say, you shall have whatsoever you sayeth. And when you stand praying, believe that you receive them. When you pray for things, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Many of us that have been brought up in this faith message, this is like building block. This is like faith 101. You confess, you believe, you stand on the word, and you'll see the results to your prayers. Well, after Jesus got finished giving verse 22 through 24, he gives verse 25. Gives you the promise of your prayers getting answered and getting the needs of your life and teaching you how to express faith. And then he gives you verse 25, and he says, and whenever you stand praying, 
I take the word literally. Whenever you stand praying, what he's about to say is, is what he's about to tell you, you ought to do this whenever you stand praying, sit praying, kneel praying, whatever. Whenever you enter into prayer, this is what you ought to do. He says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Listen, forgive him. That your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Some of you are looking pretty sad. So it seems to me, let me, let me give you this other one. After Jesus you know, gave the model prayer of the Our Father, he ends up by saying, well, in the Our Father, he says, forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So in other words, the amount of forgiveness I'm willing to offer others is the amount of forgiveness that I receive back to myself. But he also, in that same dissertation, in that same area where the Our Father, he went on to say this in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, 14 and 15, he says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But, this is where the uh-oh comes in, but, but, if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So here we understand that somehow when we're unwilling to forgive, unwillingness to forgive somehow jams up the grace of God in our life. We wonder, I wonder, why do people struggle with things? Like I said before, why can't they get the breakthrough? Why are they still going over the same thing? Why does the same sin have them bound up? Why? Now, I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying every sickness, every disease, every trouble is connected to un unforgiveness. But what I'm saying is that a lot of times it could be unforgiveness in our life that's jamming up the blessing and the flow from heaven in our life. Listen, I'm not about just making you feel good. What kind of doctor would you have if you went to him and all he did is give you pills to make you feel good, but he never addressed the situation to make you better so you don't need a pill every week to feel better or every day to feel better? I'm about helping you to restore to health, to deal and address the real issues that are causing the problems in your life. Unforgiveness quite possibly could be one of those things. So we, we, we go on and we read, let, let's read, let's read another, another verse or two and then we'll be done. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 through 32 says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So as much as I have received forgiveness is as much as I am required to give forgiveness. How many of you know that you're forgiven? Amen. Put your hand up. How many of you know that or have received the forgiveness of God for whatever? You know, your original, when you first became born again, you've, all right, put your hand up. How many of you needed forgiveness from another human being and you received it? Put your hand up. You all should have your hand up. You know that, right? Can I, can I, can I help you here? Can I help everybody? Everybody, put your hand up. Thank you. Don't let me preach for 45 minutes and you not get the gist of what I'm saying because I'm going to go take a vacation then I'll come back in a couple of weeks. Every single one of us 
have been in need of forgiveness from someone that has extended that forgiveness to us. So what he's saying is forgiving one another as even God in Christ Jesus. As you have received forgiveness from God and even from others, you also extend the same kind of forgiveness to those around you. Now, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 and 13, because this will help you. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. So if you have a complaint, now this would be, I can tell the elders here, this is a great way to counsel people. Because you know how people come, they got problems, this one did this and that one did this, and you know, they, they said this to me and they acted this way towards me and they get, they get all offended. Take them right over here to Colossians chapter 3. Do I have to come down to center aisle here to make sure you're all getting this? Come down here to aisle 3 saying, well, what are you going to do? Do what Jesus said. He said, bear with one another. Forgiving one another. This works in marriage too. This works in, in, in the home, right? Bearing with one another, forgiving one another, right, Jim? Yes. Jim? Yes, Pastor. If anyone has a complaint, man, I've heard complaints about people. <laughs> you don't know what they did. They're like this. We got to get you on Colossians chapter three here right away, man. This is critical care. We got to get you in the emergency room right here. We've got to start administering Colossians chapter 3 to you because he says, if anyone has a complaint against another, see, even as Christ forgave you, how many of you have been forgiven by God? You know it. Everybody raise your hand. How many of you, know, how many of you have been forgiven by God? Raise your hand. Come on. Up, 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 up. There are no perfect people sitting here. In a minute, we're going to pray for the deceived or the liars. He said, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, say, I'm forgiven. Now, I want you to really mean it, because some of you don't mean it. Jim, you mean it, because I can I feel it. I, I feel it coming from you. Some of you say, I, I'm, I have been forgiven. I have been forgiven. That's it. Catch your hand. Put it over. Take, take your hand. Put it over your heart. Say, I have been forgiven, I have been forgiven. Of, much. of much. I don't bet you, but I've been forgiven of much. So how? Don't say this. Just listen. How can I hold unforgiveness towards anybody else? I can't do it. I can't do it. Because, you know, without Jesus in my life, I'm nothing but a dirt bag. And so are you. And that's tough language, but think about it. Apart from Jesus in my life, because he's made me everything I am, because in, in my own sinful nature, yeah, I mean, I'm a good guy, I wouldn't hurt anybody, but I didn't do anything to help God or help anybody else. It's been Jesus that came into my life that changed my life, reversed my life. So I've been forgiven of much. So if I've been forgiven of much, then I in turn need to extend that same forgiveness to others around me. Can I get a better amen than that? Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.